There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Welcome back to More To It, the show that takes a deep dive into the biggest stories in sports, entertainment, and culture. Start with headline news and then journey into deeper conversations. Always finding those life lessons that are presented in every single story. I'm your host, Marcel Swally. That dude, it's the sun and it's out today. Man, I am bright because that's how I'm feeling on the inside. So letting y'all see it on the outside. Man, I'm pumped right now. Why am I so damn pumped? Well, I'll tell you guys as we get started with what's up with that dude. You want to know what's up? Why I'm so pumped? Man, I had a meeting with this social media agent who schooled me to the game, y'all. And look, I'm going to drop gems as I get them. When I receive them, like one of my life missions is not to just sit there and harbor them and hold on to them and keep your position at the top and don't let anyone else climb up the mountain. Man, I'm always in that track mindset. That means line up next to me. Don't pull no hamstrings. Don't false start. Don't cheat. Let's race. And I want you to give me your best as I'm going to give you my best. So in this meeting, man, just hearing about how many people especially youngsters, but let me just say people who are out there killing it in terms of what they're doing in IL space, what they're doing online and content creation, uh, connections with brands and sponsorships. So basically I had a meeting because he has all these huge clients and I'm new to this space. 
And I was like, dog, make me a star. And he was like, well, let's do this, this, and this. So I'll let you guys know in on that process as we continue down the line. Uh, that was fun, though. That was exciting. That was invigorating. It was almost like, I don't know, like imagine you in high school or something, and you're like about to go to college, and then you run into Bill Belichick, you know what I mean? And Bill Belichick start talking to you about the game at the NFL level, at the league level. You're like, okay, all right. I saw a video of this actually, too. Reggie Bush was in college and did a workout with LaDainian Tomlinson when LT was LT for the Chargers. Imagine that moment. That's what I felt like being in the social media meeting, just like, wow, all of that is in front of me? He's like, yeah, dog, let's get to work. That was amazing. Um, what wasn't amazing, even though the party was, was I had to go to, and let me say it right, I had to go to one of those Hollywood Hills, that's not the bad part, or the party's not the bad part, shuttle parties. Y'all know those shuttle parties when you got to go to a parking lot and leave your vehicle and your comfortable ride to get on a shuttle with a bunch of other people who are all dressed up trying to be fresh and fly and everybody trying to act like they don't see each other but everybody looking at each other and then you see a few of your homies but he way in a different aisle, different seat. What's up boy? Ah, one of those. And then you're riding up the hill, traffic, traffic. And in your head, you're like, I should have parked right in front of this house. I sh forget that. I, they sh they're going to have to tell me I'm parking in front of this dude. That's my homie. I can park here. But then you're on the shuttle. You get off the shuttle and you go to the party. It was great. Um, lovely time. My boy, Derek Epps, uh, he's a big exec at Jack Daniels. So went there. That was fun. Love, love, love. But then your mind goes to, I got to leave here. And now you're going to leave way earlier than you want to because who wants to get caught in the shuttle line leaving a party? And there have been times where I had to leave a party and it's been like, it felt like an hour just to get back to the car. And then you always see these girls and a couple of dudes, oh, fuck it, I'm, I'm, I'm out. And they just, grab, girls grab their heels like they in Vegas, put them on their shoulders and they walking down the hill. Dudes just boning out down the hill. Like, Man, it is just a cluster. And I uh, had a good time, but boy, get tired of those shuttle parts. All right, let's get into this topic right here. My man, Russell Westbrook versus Kevin Durant. Dun, 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 dun. You know that the two players have never faced off in the playoffs, but they are now longtime teammates. We know Oklahoma City Thunder times. But they got a little complicated history. Y'all know that it is well documented. Several battles together in the playoffs, but never against each other. So, of course, they grabbed the microphones and shoved it in the face. Bessie Russ Westbrook. Hey, man, tell us what you feel about this matchup in particular going against Kevin Durant. You know what he said. The PC line. Of course, <laughs> he went there. Quote, for me, honestly. All right, Russ, I love you. For me. All right, we know we're talking to you. Honestly, oh, you're going to lie? Uh-oh. <laughs> Everything. The recorder should just give me my mic back, fool. I know you're about to lie. You're about to keep it PC. You're about to keep it zero, not 100. He said this. For me, honestly, getting back into the playoffs is more important. Okay, that's not a lie, but that ain't what we're asking you right now. You know what I mean? Westbrook was asked about that, and then he kept saying, match up and all that, I'll figure out in the next couple of days but excited just with the matchup and just play and compete at a high level. Now it ain't making no sense, which we haven't probably played a series against each other. It's probably the first time, I think. I don't remember. 
So yeah, it'll be good. Exciting. I'm going to read that one more time, let you know how much BS is in here. Matchup and all that, I'll figure out in the next couple days. But excited just with the matchup and just play and compete at a high level, which we haven't probably played a series against each other. It's probably the first time. I think. I don't remember. So yeah, it'll be good. Exciting. <laughs> what he's trying to hold back and is doing the worst job of doing it is he is ready to bring the pain. I don't know if this was fake or real, but there's a picture of Russell Westbrook on the internet right now. And LeBron James is on the court at the other end. And this is Brody <laughs> right here. Like to LeBron, to the Lakers, somebody. Now, you trying to tell me he played with Kevin Durant and all those issues that now he don't even know if we played against each other in the playoffs and I ain't even tripping on it and all that stuff. Let's talk about what it really is. Going against a teammate, a super close teammate like that, that's going to be next level. I mean, we always talk about going against your brother and playing against him, but you played all your life against your brother in the backyard, at your friend's house, in the front of the house. You guys have competed. So when you guys see each other in any competitive setting against each other, you kind of still know what that feels like, but it's a different level. But you don't know what it feels like when it's like somebody you went to battle with for a few years and then all of a sudden he's now coming right at you at the pro level, right? You won raised for this. This was just the start of your career. Then that went away. Now it's back. Your brother ain't going nowhere. Your brother's your brother all the time. Whoa, this is going to be a little different. And I think he knows that. So Brody, who runs high on his intensity, right? That emotional talent is on full display. That dude goes hard all the time. Maybe he had to kind of go through these words and this big word salad because he knows he can't tell y'all how he really feel. He hella pumped. He ready to go to war. Matter of fact, he already showed us what he about to do, how he feels. You know? About to put on my reading glasses. I got a lot to talk about right here with Luca Lua. Luka Doncic. Oh, Doncic, Doncic, Doncic. I don't know. I haven't been over there yet. He's going to have to correct me. Oh, man. He attempted to ease the concerns about his long-term commitment to Dallas. A lot of rumblings of late, right? How happy is Luka as a maverick? All right. Well, he had something to say about it, despite the disappointing season and how it ended on Sunday. He said, quote, I'm happy here. So there's nothing to worry about. Wow. In the press conference, <laughs> like, what else can we say? What more can I say? He said, I'm happy here. So there's nothing to worry about. First of all, I love the transparency. I love the fact that when you are a star and a lot of things are depending on you, a lot of people are counting on you, you don't BS. Now, if you don't have the answer, you can say that. But nine times out of 10, when I've been the star, those many days, or when I knew the star, Dog, you already know what you're going to do. Just tell them. Like, just do it. Nah, 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 dog. Leverage. Or nah, 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 dog. Remember when they did this to me? And I'm like, all right, do you? You the star. All right, so the Mavs finished 38 and 44. Yeah, I said that right. 38 wins, 44 losses. That's not the way that you're supposed to do it. 11th in the Western Conference. First losing season for Luke uh, since his rookie year. All right, so he missed the postseason despite that big trade for Kyrie Irving. We're going to get into it. He recently acknowledged he was more frustrated than he'd ever been during his career. 
pointing to the Mavs' struggles and issues in his private life. Damn. Luca kind of 100 now. First, he just comes out, hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm happy here. Nothing to worry about. Then he says, I've had issues in my private life that has contributed to me not being so happy. All right, so he thought the frustration was quote-unquote normal, especially when the team is losing, you got some issues in your private life. All right, let's talk about the last couple months. Because remember this team was doing really well and all of a sudden, what happened? What had happened was they were 7-18 and 18 in the final two months of the season to fall from fourth place, one, two, three, four, in the standings to out of the postseason picture. They opted to sit several starters and key players in those last two games, including Friday loss to Chicago, which eliminated them from play in contention. I love it, play in contention. All right, so Luca in that game said earlier before that he wanted to play if they had even the slimmest of postseason chances. Well, that didn't come to fruition. By losing the last two games, the Mavs finished with the 10th best lottery odds. Uh Uh-oh, here we go. Let's dive into it. Important development with Dallas owning the New York Knicks top 10 protected pick. NBA is investigating that. Mm Mm-hmm. Saying the Mavs uh, roster decisions and game conduct against the Bulls was a little suspect. Let's just go there. Even Lucas said, I didn't like the decision. That's it. All right, so now let's get into it. Mark Cuban knows what he has to do. He's even been on record saying, I got to earn Luka Doncic. I can't just say I got Luka. I got to earn my dog. All right. Luka pushed back. He's talking about, well, what's going to happen this offseason and stuff like that. And his just future with the Mavs. When people were saying you're leaving, he said, look, something's got to change. Let's be real. I mean, last year we went to the Western Conference Finals. We were having fun. And I always talk about the chemistry we had. It was great but something's got to change for sure. So immediately everybody's like, oh, he won't change. He don't want Kyrie. Let's see what he says about Kyrie. He said, quote, I think it's a great fit. Obviously people are going to say, no, y'all. Y'all already typing. Y'all ain't even listening to me no more. Oh, that's a bad fit. He said, y'all going to say no. Look at the results we're having. But like I said, chemistry and relationships takes time. I wish he can still be here. Well, Mark Cuban has now said that. Luca has now said that. Mavs were only 5-11 and 11 in the games that Luca and Kyrie played together, which is, <clears throat> I used to love this when I used to do these. Um, I love Wileyisms. That's my favorite. But my second one is those, like, obscure, like, bar stats. You know, when you drop it on your boy when y'all pounding him, and he just, what the hell you? What the hell you been studying? How you know this? Oh, man, Luca and Kyrie had the worst winning percentage for a pair of teammates who were both all-stars mm. since when? Since 1976, 1977. That's the damn ABA-NBA merger. <laughs> that's when they integrated sports, <laughs> damn near. Like, damn, that's a long time. Y'all two great players? No one's done worse together than you two? Interesting. All right, so obviously, what does Kyrie have to think about it? I'm going to tell you what Kyrie has to think about it. Uh, after the, the season, you know what Kyrie said? I'll decline to participate in the team's exit interviews with the media. <laughs> Peace. Kyrie is not getting in front of y'all talking if Kyrie doesn't have to get in front of y'all and talk. Okay. Luca hit on a lot of things there. The first thing that, that caught me off guard, what was interesting, was his vulnerability. The fact that he just admitted to not only what he wanted, 
but what he was going through. He went through some personal issues. I don't know what those are. I don't even guess when it comes to those personal issues. But I remember when I went through, I guess, personal issues. And the reason I say I guess because in the moment, I thought everything was all right. I was with the Chargers. We weren't that good. I think we were 4-12. and 12. Whatever. Like, I mean, look, I'm trying my best. We're trying our best. It sucks to lose because the beer is warmer and the steak is tougher, as they say, right? <laughs> it sucks to lose. I mean, the same thing. If you win a game, if you make the field goal versus if you miss the field goal, all of a sudden, everybody makes a 180 in terms of how they act, including you. Yeah, what we doing later, boy? Coach is over there doing them dances he can't do. Everything's prompt. You missed that field goal? Damn. <sighs> come on, man. Like, <laughs> this somebody always got to get boisterous with they cry. I mean, come on, man. And then he got to get boisterous and cry and show you he care more than all y'all. Come on, man. Damn. I ain't signed up for this, y'all. <laughs> I used to just sit there like, dog, Luca had to go through that. And he's a leader, so it all fell on his shoulders. But in San Diego that one year, I had broken up with my fiance, and we were sorry as hell. It was a dark time. I, I remember why I thought I was depressed, and I, I don't believe I was. Obviously, I don't think I was. But I think I was a little bit because I didn't want to go out. Now, I think it probably was just shame. You know, if you ain't proud of what your work is, who wants to go on, on Front Street and display it, right? But I remember that was the first time in my life, and I was like, nah, I'm good. And they're like, why are you okay? We just lost the game, that's it. And I was like, nah, I'm good. Maybe it was the heartbreak, who knows? But for Luca, he's saying, I'm still a math. I'm always a math. Y'all gonna have to change some stuff up and keep earning me, but I'm happy here in Dallas. Woo-wee, let's talk about this one right here and we've all known him it seems like since birth Bronny James right little man 18 year old now golly he's a man <laughs> little man uh we all know who he is he's the son of the NBA goat or just super duper star LeBron James but right now I want to talk about him because he's nearing that highly anticipated announcement that's going to happen after where he's going to play high school basketball right so he's six foot three he's a combo guard he goes to Sierra Canyon which is down the street from where I'm at where I live senior who went to the Nike Hoop Summit and he also played in the McDonald's All-American game we know who he is but he's still uncommitted now I ain't talking about his relationship status I'm talking about the fact where you going to school next year and that is sparking a lot of speculation so let's talk through it a little bit got a lot of options obviously the dude can play like, we've all got through the whole conversation of, is he good or is he LeBron James's son good, right? No, he's good standing on his own. Let's, let's give him that respect. Okay, so the top programs that he's interested in are, allegedly, USC, Oregon, Ohio State. Or he can opt the non-collegiate route and join the NBA's G League, Ignite, or Unaffiliated Overtime Elite. Okay, so let's talk about where he can go next. LeBron has chimed in on this before, not too often, because he's trying to let Bronny do Bronny, but he said, quote, he wants to go the college route. All right, so let's talk about the collegiate route. Let's start off with USC. Trojans got three commits in 2023. If y'all know 
high school basketball, or if you're just on Instagram. You ain't even got to know high school basketball now. Just be on Instagram. Be like, well, this little dude, he's good. Oh, that's who he is. He's a five-star by the name of Isaiah Collier, or a four-star, Arrington Page, Silas Demary Jr. Those are the guys who are committed to USC. All right, you add Bronny to the mix, they are saying that recruiting class will crack the top 10 nationally. All right, that's good. And they are saying that that's the best fit for Bronny in terms of style and the overall talent. Go to USC. I think location matters as well, too. You know, I don't know if he would live in the dorms or he would stay in the mansion of Brentwood or Bel Air or Beverly Hills, but uh, staying close to home while your daddy plays in the same city. Looks like you got a leg up on Oregon, but let's talk about Oregon. They signed also another McDonald's All-American, Mookie Cook, Kwame Evans Jr., and the Ducks have signed the Gatorade Player of the Year, Jackson Shellstad, right? So they got some ballers up there, too. They're like, yo, come up here, Bronny. You know what it is, that Nike connection. Whoa, I imagine that recruiting trip. God, what can you, first of all, what can you show Bronny James that LeBron hasn't shown him, especially when it comes to Nike. You go to Nike headquarters, he's like the tour guy is trying to say, so Bronny, right here we have the special limited edition, and Bronny just finishes the sentence. Like, dog, all right, no. <laughs> Been up here, done that. I don't want to hear it. All right, so the Ducks play a style that they say suits Bronny as well, and those four will be really successful together. Bronny's a better, they say, off-ball than on-ball, secondary ball handler, combo guard, you know what I'm talking about? So that would allow him to showcase his strengths if he gets into that core group there. But whatever you say about a family, man, I know one thing, man, especially if you play sports like I play sports. I did not force my son to like or love football. Matter of fact, I almost was trying to rig it and manipulate him to not look at football, especially so early. I didn't want to have a seven-year-old talking about, Daddy, I want to play football, tackle football at that. So I always try to, like, you know, sidestep it or disguise it and that made him fall even more in love with it it felt like because he loves football more than me so imagine Bronny James and the game of basketball with LeBron James as his father well his father loves him some Ohio State and that's the third team in the running they say third college in 2013 LeBron said if he had chosen to go to any school we know what he would have done I promise, he said, I say this all the time. If I had one year of college, I would end up down there in Columbus at Ohio State. No matter where he goes, he said he's always going to rep Ohio State. All right, I give you that. Now, the Ohio State Buckeyes are expected to have a tremendous year next year. Few key pieces already there. Also, a top eight recruiting class. I always laugh when they write that. Top eight, that means you're eight. <laughs> top seven, you're seven. You're top eight, but you're four, you would say top four, right? So they got a top eight. They got the eighth recruiting class. And Bronny, we'll see what happens with that. Or you could go to overtime elite. I know y'all are like, what? Really? Yeah, that's the thing now. We already know what they're doing over there. Important to note that timeline. He can go to college or sign a two-year deal with the elite. What happens then? Oh, you and your father could play together because the contracts would align perfectly with his Lakers contract and his player option. Okay, so now at these camps and these summits, how is Bronny looking? All right, one scout said anonymously because he want to keep his, keep his job. You don't want to talk trash about LeBron James' son. You might even be the Laker exec. He said, if I had to rank between 1 and 24 of all the prospects that were there, 
He was number 17. I know y'all sitting there like, oh man, that ain't that shoot. The top 24, you're 17. You got a shot. You got a great shot. Uh, he's ranked number 35 in the class of 2023, according to 247 Sports. But he's the top uncommitted prospect in the country that's left. So I want to talk a little bit more about his game because in practice, they said he did good, not great. Because, I mean, look, if you're 17th, those other guys, the top 16, were out there showing out as well, right? But in the games, he did well, including hitting five three-pointers in one game for 15 points. I think he had 11 in the, the other game. And this is the greatest part about it. Doing the homework on this, they talked about him as a prospect. They said he's a very good prospect. Good athlete, can really shoot the ball off the catch. Defensively, strong anticipation, plays hard. Where is he going to run into trouble, they say? He's a 3 and D guard right now, projecting to be a forward. Uh-oh. And that's the NBA forward that's 3 and D. Think of it like a Trevor Ariza. Remember those guys? They're usually 6'6 six, six in that world, right? So basically they're saying he's very good. He's going to have to either be more of an attack slasher if he's going to stay 6'3", or that 3 and D game he has. He's going to have to grow a few inches, grow three inches. So three and D or grow three inches. Basically, that's the rub on him. Man, talk about the pressure of needing to make it versus better make it. This sounds like one of those pressures. He don't need to make it, but he better make it. Looks like he's on his way. And I'm going to keep it real with y'all. A lot of y'all talk trash about the NBA. But a lot of y'all are also watching that same trash y'all talking about because, whoa, these numbers came in and the NBA and all that low management has helped the NBA manage the loot. It is coming in in record numbers. You walk down the streets casually, you check on social media here and there, you go to the barbershop, y'all that go, I'm certain because I've heard it. Y'all are like, oh, this product of NBA sucks. They're too soft. Oh, they all want to do is just shoot three-pointers. They're all not Steph Curry. What are they doing? Oh, man. Yeah, they're more athletic, more talented, but they're dumb. They don't have a high basketball IQ. They don't play the game the right way. Blah, blah, blah. Listen to these numbers, and you tell me, <clears throat> do you guys still love the NBA like you used to? Because it sounds like you do. Oh, I'm sorry. Actually, you love it more than ever. The NBA established records for total attendance, average attendance, and percentage of capacity and sellouts this season. Wow. Y'all sound like some sellouts over there lying about what y'all really like. Y'all know y'all like the NBA because a record 791 sellouts easily surpassed the 760 figure set during the 2018-19 season. And the league's arenas were filled to an all-time high. 97% capacity. Wow. Let's talk about the total attendance mark. I ain't going to bore you with these numbers, but it was over 22 million. Okay. And that was aided by that big game they played in the Alamo Dome. Remember when the Spurs played the Warriors? 68,323 fans in attendance. Can't forget that last fan. So this regular season is only the second time in NBA history. Yes, we're talking about the Showtime Lakers, the Celtics era. Remember that? Pistons, Bulls. Remember that? Back to the Lakers. Spurs always there. The Heat. Am I missing anybody? Golden State. Mm-hmm. Guess what? This is only the second time in NBA history 
where total attendance exceeded 22 million people. That many fans, and for the first time, teams collectively averaged more than 18,000 fans. Wow. Y'all hear these numbers? We're not done. Records come a year after speculation rose about shortening the regular season. All those talks are like, ah, too many games and the fans are unhappy because the players are not playing in all the games, so therefore the fans are not going to show up. Well, the fans are showing up. Now, let's talk about the style of the game has changed in terms of the impact on their bodies. So therefore, that's going to contribute to the load management, which is going to contribute to the conversation of fans are not going to show up because they're load managing and LeBron ain't playing, I ain't going. Well, According to this, y'all are still going. NBA says, quote, I think we've got to constantly assess and look at a marketplace going forward and say, what's the best way to present our product and how long during the season, right? How do you do that over an entire season? Let's go here because one of my former bosses, my man, John Skipper, has something to say. You guys remember him, former ESPN head. Um, now he's the current Meadowlark Media CEO, and obviously he knows a few things about negotiating NBA rights deals, because this is where it's all heading. How is the NBA going to cash in on this? Because you fans are giving them the cash. Here's what he said, quote, rights, NBA rights, media rights go up. They look terrible in the beginning. By the end, they look great. That's why broadcasters should do long-term deals. Yes, because you ride that wave. I think the NBA will get somewhere between, y'all ready for this? Sound like the DOC. 200 and 350% more money in this round of deals than they did last time. Yeah! <laughs> wow, that is truly the DOC right there. 200 to 350% more? Two to three times, three and a half times more than they already have got? Mm-mm-mm. They about to eat. So let's be real. Is the NBA better than ever? Or is this just some marketplace stuff? Hey, man, we ain't got nothing else to do. Yes, you do. You got more options than ever. Oh, well, the, the, the tickets are cheap. No, they're not. They're probably more expensive than ever. I think they are. Um, well, uh, I have nothing else to do. It's, all right, bro. <laughs> like, maybe you like that tall, athletic, seven-footer that can shoot the three. Maybe you like these guys just going out there displaying athleticism to the highest. Because I was always someone saying, why y'all keep telling me that the 80s and 90s version of basketball was better? Look, on the extremes, it's as good as this is. Maybe even better. I give you that. Watching Magic, watching Bird, on the extremes, maybe. But I can't even say that because I'm watching Steph and I'm watching LeBron. I'm watching Giannis. I'm like, you sure? But where it loses me, that conversation, that argument, is always here. There were a lot more guys who were just serviceable back in that era than now. These guys can play. Even if they don't get the ball, even if they don't get burned, they can play. Udonis Haslam is 97 years old. In his final regular season game of a 20-year career, he dropped 24. Like <laughs> Man, it's different out here. He's the fifth guy on the team now, oh my God, he might have been MVP runner back in the days. Some of these guys, these dudes are sick. These dudes are next level in terms of their athleticism and game. So it's just the mid-pack. The mid-pack then was here. The mid-pack now is up here. And that's what does it for me. Because on the extremes, on the top level, oh man, 
baller and baller. They all going to translate. So be real with yourself. Is the NBA better than ever? That's a question. I'm going to look for some answers in the comments. Is it more entertaining? I say it's more entertaining. Maybe it doesn't have always the storylines and rivalries because these guys are making so much money and they're trying to protect themselves from all of this social media on the most part from all the paparazzi and all the storylines, like making all that money, being a true star and celebrity, it comes with its issues, right? Magic Johnson signed a 25 year, $25 million deal. And if y'all look at some of them old magic interviews, oh man, I know he wants some of them to go away. Cause now he's a billionaire businessman with some interviews of him going out there and talking about having six sums with girls before. So it's crazy, right? So these players, are getting hip to the game, like, yo, I'm good. Kyrie, nah, I'm not doing interviews. You know, Kevin Durant, I do interviews on my terms, on my podcast, on my show, on my network. LeBron, I'll do it on my network, I do it on my shows. See what's happening here? So maybe it's not as entertaining globally to you guys, because you don't see that, that engagement, those feuds. Only feuds we see is teammates fighting teammates, Rudy Gobert, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, so maybe it's some of that. But boy, is it a better product? Let's ask ourselves, is it a better product? Just be real, is this better basketball than you've ever seen? Whatever your answer is, your actions speak louder than your words. And right now, based on all these records, it sounds like, yes, better than ever. Yes, more entertaining. Yes, better product. I'm listening, I'm reading, I'm looking in those comments. I'm sure a lot of you disagree. Well, y'all know how we finish every show with a Wiley-ism. It's time to say it. Hey, quote, unquote, it is better to be hated for what you are than to be loved for what you are not. Amen. A woman. Man. Whew. That's a tough one, though. It's a tough one to live up to because no one, and I mean no one, likes to be hated. But when you do get hate, and I get hated as well, when I get the hate and I read the comments or someone says something to me like that, and it's rare they say it to you in your face, but there are times this happens. When people say they don't like you, they don't like what you said, they don't like your opinion, you got a choice. Do you want to be liked? Do you want to be respected, right? You got a choice because the respect attaches you to who you are and what you really think. Your convictions. Can't let your convictions go just to be liked. That's called respect. I hug my convictions, I got respect. You may not like me, but you're gonna respect me, right? Or, a lot of times I see people, they let their fingers go. I call them surfers. Bunch of them out there that just say whatever to be liked. They don't really feel that way, because I've worked with people that literally during commercial break would say, Whew, all right dog, so what you really feel? I was like, what you mean what I really feel? I just said it, what, what you really feel? Oh man, I feel this. Like, Why didn't you say that? Man, ain't nobody trying to hear that. Oh, you want to be liked, right? So it is better to be hated for what you are than to be loved for what you are not. Because if they love you for what you're not, you know what you're going to end up doing sooner or later, being exactly who you are. And then you're going to be right back where it all starts. Do they like you? Do they love you? Do they hate you? Or does it even matter? So always remember this when you got choices in here. It is better to be hated for what you are than to be loved for what you are not. All right, that's going to do it for more to it. Check the show notes for all the information on our topics today. Today! You want to keep the conversation going? I know you do. Let's talk. Find me on all socials at Marcellus Wiley. That's right, more to it. 
is a production of Dan Patrick Productions, That Dude Entertainment, and Workhouse Media. Show is executive produced by Dan Patrick, Marcel Swally. That's me, that dude. Paul Anderson and Nick Panella. Ah, Marcel Swally. Thanks for listening. Thanks for those reviews. Keep them coming, man. I read every single one of them reviews. All what I got. 182 of them. <laughs> Something crazy. Um, I love y'all, man. There's more coming from more to it. Talk to you hella soon. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins.